Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Ranjud. And to start things off, we're going to talk about some of the meets, shows yeah. that we went to. So you went to uh, the Sunset Speedway for West of the Six. Yeah, so I went to this. It was mm-hmm. last Sunday. Yeah. Huge roster of people who hosted it, like West of Six, Grassroots Performance. I think they were like a sponsor. Mm-hmm. My Whip. A couple other people. It's low by nature. Yeah, low by nature. Yeah, yeah. you said that. Um, a lot of people. I think there were like... Drift Jam, I think, yeah. Yeah, Drift Jam was like a huge portion, a huge like part of the meet. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't know this. I think it was an actual Drift Jam event, mm-hmm. like an official Drift Jam event. Because when I was looking at the flyer, like it showed all these people as like they were collaborating together. Mm-hmm. But when I got there, I realized that like the drifting was the huge part of the event. Mm-hmm. Made made it iconic, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was at like Sunset Speedway. It's not really a drift track. It's more of like a racetrack. So I think mm-hmm. this, the drifting portion, it was more like professional level drifting. Right. So like the, all the cars, they were like V8 turbo like turbo ls's and stuff mm-hmm. like that um but yeah it's pretty cool i've actually been looking into drift drift jam all, like for a very decent amount of time and i kind of like how they do their their shows in general right like they're very different from everyone else everyone like does like indoor car shows and like you just sit there and let people look at your car drift jam is way different right it's more of a drift event right yeah. And you can still go there and show and do show and shine, right? Where, like, you kind of show off your car and, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so this, like, because it was hosted by other people, it was, like, a full, like, event. They had, like, mm-hmm. the drift in. Mm-hmm. And then they also had... I like how they did it because they had a schedule posted and mm-hmm. they had the drift in competition. And then they had breaks. And between the breaks, they had, like, a limbo contest sponsored mm-hmm. by this company. Right. And they had, like, an exhaust contest brought to you by this brand right all that so like the the different brands kind of came together to offer their own take on the entire experience and i think that's what they do well is they know how to like work with different companies right yeah exactly and like that's what makes them unique as well because i mean west of six and drift jam have been in the community a very long time yeah and like they've always done it differently they've always been like trendsetters right it's like they always like do an event and then everyone pretty much copies them yeah west right. of six is like huge like their mm-hmm. following is huge like they mm-hmm. they used to do meets back in the day mm-hmm. and they were like they were massive meets yeah like, a lot of people went out to those yeah I, I believe going to i went to one as well and it was pretty huge yeah like it's it's out of mississauga i think it's in oakville, oakville right? yeah they used to do it in oakville and like it was hyped like everyone used to go to that yeah and i'm kind of sad that i missed this i had work Sunday suck yeah. for me but in general like the, these guys know how to throw a show yeah exactly and like this Sunset Showdown I think it's like their annual event mm-hmm. they had one last year I didn't go to last year so this is the first one that I've been to mm-hmm. uh, same with Drift Jam too this is the first Drift Jam event I've been to like mm-hmm. we went to CSCS and they had Drift in there mm-hmm. that was a lot different from the Drift Jam yeah it was it was more of like just oh I, you have a car you want to drift go for it yeah it was kind of like casual drifting casual a, that's the word i was looking they for. had like competitions as well mm-hmm. but it was more casual it's just like free for all anyone could go join yeah. yeah the drift jam it was more like professional level right uh like i said it's all like v8s mm-hmm. there were other people there were other drift cars there right um uh, we talked i told you about the a86 mm-hmm. there's one i think it had a honda motor in it mm-hmm. so i wasn't part of the competition but during the breaks he was drifting around the track and That's he's awesome. actually a really good drifter right for a car 
of that size and that power, like mm-hmm. very low power, mm-hmm. he actually did a good job. That's good. Yeah, and I saw other like drifters were complimenting him too. I think like in general, the drifting community is just completely different from any other shows out there, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like we're used to going to car shows and we're used to, like just sitting there and kind of just talking about our cars. But these guys, they actually like you know drift their cars they actually use their cars exactly they use yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) they actually use their car to the limit right and i think that's a whole different passion right um when it comes to cars is actually either tracking your car or drifting your car um racing your car drag strip yeah that like there's two i feel like there's two sides to like car enthusiasts yeah exactly one is car shows and one is actually like going to the track yeah yeah and we we can see the separation of the two, right? Yeah, and I I think it, like these two sides of car enthusiasts they kind of hate on each other. Mm-hmm. I see a lot because like the modified culture, right? They hate on these supercar owners mm-hmm. because they say they're stock. Mm. I wouldn't say they're really stock, but like people who buy these high end cars, mm-hmm. they're mainly buying it because the experience, right? Right? They don't want to like pull up to car shows and just park there Mm -hmm. they actually drive their cars Mm -hmm. a lot of people race their cars too Mm -hmm. and you see like a lot of these like bigger supercar car clubs Mm -hmm. uh they really use their cars Mm -hmm. like like obviously they have the funds to be able to do stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. you got to keep in mind that's a lot of people out there they kind of just wanted the peace of mind of having like a nice car you know just going on cruises and stuff right and i think that's the whole separation of exotics versus modified modified cars are so much harder to maintain right that they're always yeah breaking, exactly yeah. that kind of stuff where exotic cars yeah they're in as you said people say they're stock but again the maintenance up to date you know obviously you take them to a dealer someone that knows how to work on cars yeah and someone that can do it right the first time so you're not always going to like fix stuff on it. yeah that's another thing too mm-hmm. like when you're when you have a two hundred thousand dollar car yeah. you don't want to be doing the work yourself exactly right mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people in the, in the car community they say you're not a true enthusiast unless you work on your car it's not mm-hmm. really a build if like uh-huh. a shop works on it right right but there's a reason behind like professionals doing the work right right because they know how to do it they're trained professionals they know what they're doing right and like i agree with that as well but to some degree like let's say some people like it as a passion though right yeah yeah like working on cars if you have the if like someone like me if i if i can get the knowledge let's say from forums and stuff i would much rather do the work myself because of labor Yeah, yeah right but if if i have the money and to spare first of all then yes i agree with you going to a dealer that actually knows what they're doing is worth it yeah right and that's the whole difference between it's someone that actually gets their car properly maintained versus someone that just goes for mods right i've i've been using this phrase since like since i got into cars from day one maintenance over mods yeah 100 percent. right and like I get why people go for mods more nowadays, but your maintenance, like let's say anything goes wrong with your car is most likely your fault because you didn't maintain it. Yeah, because you didn't maintain it, right? yeah. And then, and you spending like 1600 on coilovers versus you, sh- you should have probably done like the transmission fluid flush or whatever, right? Yeah. 
that could be the difference between keeping your car healthy for a longer time versus your car not liking you anymore and you're spending a crazy amount of money on mods that literally will be nothing because the yeah, car is breaking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the same way. Like the car community, a lot of people like they're they're kind of going for mods more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think cuz I mean, it's personal preference, obviously. Like mm-hmm. people build their cars for themselves, but I think it's also cuz they're trying to keep up with other people's mm-hmm. builds as well. A trend. Yeah, it's a yeah. trend. Yeah. And I think that's where it's there the, this whole philosophy is a flaw especially for yeah me, right it's the 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 whole um you got to keep up with everyone else yeah i don't think that's how it works you should be working at your own pace right? yeah exactly yeah like i'm one to mod my car i will i will eventually get there but if i have to do maintenance i will choose that over any like if i if if i have to get a new transmission replaced in my car i will do that over coilovers because it's logical right yeah it's just the right thing to do right and some people will cheap out on like car parts and stuff and obviously people have their own opinion about that i think that you should get the best parts from the start don't don't half-ass it yeah it's the way i go again we call this modified lifestyle for a reason these are all our opinions and us working on our cars our experience from them yeah so so yeah getting back to um our original topic which was you know the sunset speedway the sunset speed <laughs> we got off topic there way out of to- off topic uh, i feel like this is this this show in general was really good for showing people what they can achieve right yeah yeah and it, it was a show for like everyone mm-hmm. like they had the drifting obviously a huge mm-hmm. part of that but like like i said they had exhaust competition right. they had limbo i think a miata won limbo yeah. Not even surprised. No, no, not at all. Um, show and shine. A lot mm-hmm. of nice cars there too. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people came in kind of after. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a good show overall. They had awards, they had raffles, a lot of sponsors as well, which mm-hmm. I was really surprised about. Definitely. Um, and yeah, Godass was there too, so they had models. Yeah. I think I saw a live stream of their exhaust competition and like. Yeah, it, it any was, exhaust competition is just crazy. Yeah, it, it was really close. Like I saw there was an R thirty two there. Mm-hmm. It was I don't know if it was exhaust or two step. It was like two step. I remember. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was two step. Yeah, so two step competition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, an R thirty two held it down for like the longest time. Yeah. But yeah, there was a I think it was a Golf GTI. I'm not sure if it was a GTI, but it was a Golf. Obviously, Volkswagen two step mm-hmm. goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, he knocked out the R thirty two. And then he held it down for a while. I don't think a lot of people could think they could take him out. Uh, but at the last minute, a, I think it was a Subaru. It was fully built. I think it was a drift car or a race car. Mm-hmm. Fully built car. He came up. He started revving really close mm-hmm. between the Subaru and the Golf. Mm-hmm. And they kept going at it. And at the end, I think the Golf actually won. And he did like a victory two-step. And this car started smoking. <laughs> and I think it caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's why you should do your maintenance first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, we've actually talked about getting into drifting, haven't we? Yeah. yeah drifting is like one of our things mm-hmm. that we've been showing interest yeah, in lately. Yeah, it's uh, anyone that like hasn't been to any drift events or anything or hasn't like seen what yeah, drifting like is all about. Drifting, yeah. It's actually a skill, right? Just like how track tracking your car is kind of a yeah, skill. Yeah, like racing, right? yeah. all that kind of stuff, um, yeah. 
Drifting is also skill, but it's it's ten times harder because there's so much more of a procedure procedure to it. Yeah, there's a lot of, like variables too. Right. Yeah. And you just wanna when you're getting into it, it's much harder because it's literally another learning curve for you. Yeah, and you also have to have to have the funds too. Oh yes, <laughs> like hundred uh, percent. That's that's like the whole maintenance thing. When you get a drift car, you have to do so much more maintenance. Yeah. And. Yeah. Your tires are gonna be gone in like. <laughs> yeah, you go through tires like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think fluids, tires, and mm-hmm. body parts because like bumpers. And if stuff, you really right? think about it, you're using your car car to the max that yeah. you can, right? And it's not like you know how we like have a certain lifeline or lifespan of the car yeah. and the engine and stuff. You're kind of using it quicker yeah you're right? reducing that life exactly right? so that that's why drifting is like a lot of people don't really like to do it on the cars they yeah. like to preserve the life and i feel that like we're gonna get into it like, in the next couple of years currently we just want to keep our cars nice and clean yeah just drive them around you know nice daily drivers i'd say yeah yeah that's what it is mm-hmm. yeah definitely like i want to Drifting is like one of the things I have on my radar now. Mm. Uh, like I think this year, well, I've seen drifting before, but the mm. drift jam event was like the first pro level drifting. Mm-hmm. Like it was really well put together and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Something mm-hmm. I really want to do. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're going to actually be moving on. We're going to be moving on to Tesla swaps. Do you want to explain to us what that is? Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen this, like I don't, I don't think there's a lot of cars out there that mm-hmm. are doing this i'm sure there's like specialized shops that do these tesla swaps mm-hmm. but basically what it is it's like an engine swap you're swapping mm-hmm. an engine but instead of an engine you're swapping mm-hmm. in batteries and electric motors and i've seen this has been around for like years now i've seen a lot of people restoring cars and just throwing in electric motors batteries making it full-on electric mm-hmm. these are like classic cars too like I, i've seen mustangs i've seen like old school challengers i think but yeah i think recently i've seen a 350z tesla swapped okay so here's the thing this is my opinion by the way i think it's way too soon for batteries (laughs) batteries in your cars especially uh i don't know about that i mean yeah as a car enthusiast i think everyone would agree with that yeah yeah um you kind of want that sound especially 350z uh, those, VQs those VQs are known for the trumpets, yeah. right? So, like, I feel like every car enthusiast should be, or this is my opinion, should be against having electric motors. Yeah, I can see where car enthusiasts would agree with you. Mm. Uh, I'm not for it. I'm not against it. Honestly, like, Tesla's electric cars are, like, I think it's literally the fastest car, fastest production mm. car in the world right now. Yeah. The Model S, mm-hmm. the what is it, whatever it is, P100D with the ludicrous acceleration. Right. I think it goes zero to sixty in like two point two seconds, mm-hmm. which is insane. Right. Right. The that's the thing, right? It's like they they've got it right, but they still get it wrong. Like if you think, take a look at their company, they don't allow anyone to touch their cars, and I think that's the whole thing about me. I like to like work on my car and everything, right? With their cars especially, they don't even want you to order parts for their cars. But, like, in theory, there really aren't any parts you need for a Tesla. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, let's say brakes and stuff. You want to do your own brakes. You gotta yeah. you gotta take it to a dealer. 
Well, yeah, it's a Tesla. Like, I'm sure it uses specialized mm-hmm. brakes. Like, there's so much technology in the car. That's true. It doesn't... I don't think it, you could put, like, standard car parts on it, right? That's, that's true, yeah. But, like, then I really question the... Because we're modifiers. What kind of modified community, community would there be with Teslas? Well, I think that's where, like, the whole Tesla swap comes in. <laughs> I don't understand why somebody in the modified community would Tesla swap a car. I think it's all for like clout. I think that's what for it comes real. down to. I think it's that's what it's coming down to. Yeah. I don't know if these cars, like the electric cars, they're mm. actually Tesla parts. Mm. I know they're electric. People call them Tesla swaps, but I don't know if they're actually Tesla technology in the cars. All I know is that they're electric, electric motors for the electric cars. Um, but it's interesting because like 350Z, imagine see one of those on the road. And like it has no sound yeah, to it. Yeah, there's no sound to it. And then like it's it's faster than you. It's yeah, flying exactly. past you. I mean, yeah, I, I I get why people do it. It's fast. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, as being a purist, I don't really like electric motors. Just that's just me. Yeah. Um, but I do see why people do it. Uh, this I still, again, I still think it's just way too soon. The technology is way too new. And I wouldn't invest in or get a car with its electric power just yet. Maybe hybrid. Um, yeah, I think like it's it's very new technology. It mm-hmm. has a lot of room to grow mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, we're gonna see like gasoline powered cars for years from now. Right. Right. But I think a lot of manufacturers they're moving over to electric. Right. I know some of them have already committed mm-hmm. to having a fully electric line. Right in like the future yeah like volkswagen i think they released that they're gonna their entire line but this is obviously projections we don't know if it's gonna happen but i think they said by 2025 they wanted to start integrating most of the cars into electric yeah i've heard something like that yeah like other manufacturers are doing that as well yeah but yeah i think like where the tesla swap really comes in to shine is in restoration projects mm. like that's where i've seen most of like the electric motors in these cars and i feel like a lot of those people who are restoring cars mm-hmm. would prefer to have electric motors rather than like the big v8s that they come with yeah to some uh, to some extent uh, they're kind of ahead of the game <laughs> yeah yeah re- restorations are really big especially in the modified community i think with restorations in general the whole point is to kind of get ahead so yeah, like, kind of breathe new life into right. a car, right? Like a lot of people take old chargers and they swap in the new Hemis into it. Yeah. That's the reason why, so that they could get new technology, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think like very old cars, I think that's what we're going to see a lot more of too. Um, these guys are already putting like over 50 grand of parts into the cars, right? So might as well do something that, you know, will pretty much change the game in terms of restoration mods, right? Yeah, in terms of like technology too, like there's no doubt about it. Electric is the future, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna see electric cars no Definitely. matter what. Yeah, and to put like these electric motors into these older restoration mm-hmm. cars, it just makes sense, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I like what I would love to see is like you know where the gas tank is. They have a charging port instead of. Yeah, I can imagine that they incorporate it really well mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. these cars. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty sure there's companies out there who do this. Obviously, I think. In Canada, it's probably a very, very niche market. Yeah. But in the States, I'm sure, like, a lot of people are right. looking for something yeah. like that. Definitely. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Tesla and what they're doing mm. with, like, not even, like, the electric car market, but, like, technology in general. Mm. They're, like, far ahead of any other car manufacturer out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I think, 
I feel like they kind of pioneered the whole touchscreen interface in cars as well. Right. Like, I've actually been looking at one of those screens for my car as well. Anyone that doesn't know, I own a Lexus IS350. So I'm actually thinking about getting, when I do the audio in the car, about getting the Tesla screens. That's obviously, it's going to be like Android Play, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it uses Android, yeah. Yeah, so which like, it's, I mean, it's still kind of behind in its time, but like, it's going to be like some somewhat... It's going to be like similar to what similar Tesla has. To, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and you could actually get those kind of systems in a lot of cars. Right. Like they build like the Tesla screens for a lot of different But yeah, cars. going back to what you said is um, Tesla kind of innovated that touchscreen thing. Yeah. Because no one would have thought of doing that big screen. The big screen, yeah. I right? think it's like a 14, 15 inch Right, like everyone screen, used right? to do the small little screens, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like you can just play your music from it. That's yeah, not even touchscreen too. Exactly. Like it, was, it was like little like paddles. Knobs and stuff, yeah, yeah. exactly. In terms of technology, they're mm-hmm. like way ahead of anybody. Definitely. Any other car company out there. Mm-hmm. And obviously like their technology is kind of adapting in other cars. Yeah. Like the Tesla swaps, mm-hmm. right? And I, I feel like it's also making people, like other companies, catch up as well. Yeah, right? yeah. As you said, they're ahead of its time. So that means that other companies are now looking for ways to compete Tesla, yeah, right, for yeah. market share, obviously. You can see that in Volkswagen. I don't know if you know, they released their e-golfs, right? Yeah. And yeah. like one of one of the people I actually work with, he has an e-golf and pretty much it's like a Tesla. But... The distance is obviously less. He drives from Markham every day, but he makes it here and back. On one charge. Yeah. In one charge, yeah. right? So, like, obviously, they're still behind, but they're slowly catching up. Yeah. yeah. Right? And a lot of car companies are like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure almost every car manufacturer out there has a fully electric car. That they're producing. Yeah, that yeah. they're producing, mm-hmm. yeah. And if, if you're not in the game, I think you're you're just going to get stuck behind and you're, we're going to see a lot of companies that didn't innovate and yeah. didn't invest into like electric cars that are, might be going bankrupt. Yeah. yeah. Innovate or die. All right. So we're going to move on to car of the week. So car of the week, we try to go for something interesting, very unique built. Uh, this week, we have a Toyota Privia and it's very... In, in my eyes, I, f- I feel like it's very unique because someone stanced it. Yeah, so I found this car, I think, mm-hmm. last week. I mm-hmm. sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Very interesting design. Mm-hmm. First of all, Toyota Privia, it's a very ugly minivan. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Um, it's very weird looking. Uh, they released it in like the 90s. Yeah. It's... And it's just very weird to look at. But like uh, like we're looking at the, the car we're talking about right now. It's pretty cool, like yeah, how it, they've done it with it. Yeah, if if you don't know what a Privia looks like, it's it looks like the old Siennas, but it's very very round. Um, it's like a spaceship. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's like very round. It's very round and it's very long. Mm-hmm. And yeah, very nineties. Mm-hmm. Privia that we're talking about, it it looks like it's bagged. I don't know where it's located. If it's Japan, it's probably static, just because that's what they do. And I feel like what really caught my eye to this um, was that it's really low, right? That's like kind of what attracted me to this specifically. And it also has like very like fender to lip stance, right? 
which you like you see it on a lot of cars but you wouldn't expect a minivan to have yeah that minivan kind of yeah i'm pretty sure they're custom fenders mm-hmm. it looks like they're flared out a little bit right probably custom fenders um and yeah it looks like it has bbs wheels on it as well right bbs wheels so classic wheels on a minivan mm-hmm. something you don't see every day for sure yeah i've never actually there are a couple stanced i don't think they're stanced minivans they're more of like just standard builds mm-hmm. but there are a couple in toronto that you see and pop up yeah only a couple of them yeah uh, not a, a lot of people do, uh, modify minivans around here but the ones that do they do it really well yeah actually i remember at i think it was import fest there was a i think it was a honda odyssey mm-hmm. and instead of sliding doors there were suicide doors that's cool so like the rolls royce that's awesome yeah that was pretty cool <laughs> Man, minivan guys really got their priorities set out for their family cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is it's really interesting. Like, it actually looks nice. Like, even though the Privia is a really mm-hmm. ugly van, this actually looks pretty nice. And I feel like like the minivan, obviously, no one stances it. Mm-hmm. Very uncommon car to see in the car community. But I've been seeing like a couple of them on my Instagram feed. I think it's a sign. You need to get a minivan. No, I'm not getting it. Yeah, they're super cool. I I once uh, wanted to actually do something like this, but I decided not to because, uh, I mean, I don't need a minivan. (laughs) I still want to drive around fast, not, you know, feel like a dad. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Actually, I think there's, I think it's a Honda Odyssey. And it's like a fully built Odyssey. It has like a thousand horsepower or something. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I remember seeing it like last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's been in the community for a while actually. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. OG. I've actually seen him on a, a Hoonigan as well. So he's uh, he definitely has the most unique Odyssey in the world. Yeah, easily. But yeah, if you want to like... I think in the car community, obviously a lot of people are modifying like similar mm-hmm. cars now. Mm-hmm. If you really want to stand out, like just get a minivan. Yeah, right. for sure. I know a lot of people like take minivans and they do like full on audio builds from them just because of the space it has. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that definitely works. Like the space is a huge, huge advantage when that's what you're going for. Yeah. Uh, if you have a family, you know, minivans are the way to go. Yeah. If you have a family and you like cars, you're a modified mm-hmm. car enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Get a minivan. <laughs> Get a minivan, exactly. But yeah, that was car of the week. I hope you guys liked our selection. All right, so we're actually going to move on to meets. Yeah, so first meet that's happening this week, Cars and Coffee. So you've heard us talk about it. We absolutely love Cars and Coffee. Great event every single time. Mm-hmm. It's happening at Engineering Automotive, so their shop in Vaughan. It's on Sunday, September 8th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. So mm-hmm. this is their season finale. So they have extended hours until mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's a car show. They have music. I think they have awards as well. Yeah. Not completely sure about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, their Instagram account says they have an EA garage sale too. I'm not really sure what that is. Maybe they're selling stuff. Maybe they're selling parts from their garage. Whatever it may be. Definitely check it out. It's going to be great. Uh, we hope to be there as well. Next one on our list is Horsepower Haven. If anyone doesn't know, this is actually an event hosted by Happy Hippie. If uh, you don't know him, what are you doing? Get on Instagram. This is uh, happening on September 8th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah, this is happening uh, in King City, uh, 13200 Western Road. 
if anyone doesn't know Happy Hippie again, just search him up. Yeah, he's huge in the car community. Yeah. He's like baller status yeah. of like all of car enthusiasts. Exactly. Like he has any car you can imagine. Right. Supercars, muscle. Modified um, cars. Anything. Yeah, he modifies all his cars. He even mm-hmm. has hot rods. Mm-hmm. He has a bag school bus too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, he has, his car collection is insane. Yeah. And... If you wanna like, pretty much this is an open house, right? Yeah, so, I think like, that's what he's calling it, open yeah. house. So you pretty much go in, take a look at his cars, and I think he posts on his story every time. Just leave, don't, don't. Yeah, it's not a car show. Like yeah, that's what we want to stress. It's not yeah. a car show. Yeah, it's an open house. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he's charging twenty dollars for adults and uh, ten dollars for kids, and everything from this show actually goes to a uh, humane society in Allison uh, District. Yeah, so I think it's like a, a, sh- a dog shelter. Yeah. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, so everything's going to a good cause. Yeah, it's going to a good cause. I mean, he's not trying to make m- money off this. He's rich. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need the money yeah. easily. Yeah, definitely come out to this event. If, if you need any more details, just, uh, you know, DM us. We'll send it to you. All right, next on the list is Sinful Visions Meet. So I don't have a whole lot of information on this. It's happening Sunday, September 8th. Mm-hmm. 2 p.m. onwards, so that's what it says on their Instagram. Mm-hmm. The address is 5155 Spectrum Way in Mississauga. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I mean, you know, all makes and models welcome. Bikes, everybody's welcome. Mm-hmm. Definitely check it out. I just realized all these meets are on the same day. <laughs> Everything's happening September 8th. That's awesome. Yeah, so you guys have a lot of options if you want to come check out some meets. Definitely. But yeah, that's that's about it for today. We definitely thank you guys for listening to our pod- weekly podcast. If you guys have any questions that you or topics you want us to cover, definitely get in touch with us on Northside Webs on Instagram or NorthsideWebs at gmail.com. Yeah, if you like the podcast, definitely share it with your friends and family. We greatly appreciate that. Yep. It's available Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's everywhere you can find it. If you have any cars you want us to talk about on Car of the Week, Mm-hmm. Send it to our Instagram yeah. at Northside Whips. Mm-hmm. If you have any car meets, car shows you want us to promote, definitely send that our way as well. Yeah, anything that you guys want to send us, let us know. We, we can cover that. Yeah, um, definitely check out our weekly polls as well. Yeah, yeah. so we're gonna be doing polls and like a Q and A. So if you guys have any questions you want to send us, you can submit it through that. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on our Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Again, thanks you. Thank you guys for listening, and see you guys next week. Ciao. Bye. My name is. Bye. Bye, Felicia. God damn. Yo, you actually think anyone gets to the end of this? No. Okay, so if anyone is actually listening to the end of this podcast, I will give you a free t-shirt. Only one person. First person that DMs me gets a free t-shirt. All right, there you go. If, if, if you actually listen to this, and if you actually went through and listened to the entire podcast, you DM me. I will give you a free t-shirt. All right, free t-shirt. Yeah. First person gets it. Yep. I bet you no one, no one, I bet no one will DM me. <laughs> you know why? Because no one's going to listen to it. <laughs> listen to the oh, ending, man. I mean. Listen oh, to the man. ending, I mean. We'll see. If someone DMs me, I'm going to be the most surprised motherfucker of life. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. All right.